is Richard Wilson of Mad Shelley Films, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio. Uh, it is now December 14th. Philly Ocean is about to pick me up shortly. Yachtly Crew has a show tonight at the Canyon, if I'm not mistaken, in Santa Clarita. Last night our show was in Pasadena at a place called Newer. For um, a company called Ready Pack, I'm pretty sure that's the name of the company. They make a lot of the salads that you will see the ready-made salads in your favorite, or if you'd like to pronounce it the European way, favorite, favorite produce section. So we were there at a place called Noor, which is interesting because it's right next door to the Rose, which is owned by the same folks who own the Canyon in Santa Clarita, which is owned by the same folks who own the Canyon Club in Agora Hills. I believe the Rose is where... Mario Lopez came out to see us play. Tommy Post, too. It's after seeing our show there that they decided to hire Yachtly Crew for uh, last year's holiday party. Ooh, I just thought of something. Wouldn't that be interesting if you had a holiday party? Holiday. I'm sure everyone's thought about that already, but it'd be fun holiday party where people dress up as werewolf versions of their favorite Santa characters. Imagine that, a Santa Claus who looks like a werewolf, elves who look like werewolves, Mrs. Claus who looks like a werewolf, all of them. Reindeer. Oh, man. Werewolf reindeer? Amazing. Am- Whoa. I think I just struck upon an idea. We hear about werewolves. We hear about these ver... Okay. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. I'm struggling with an idea. Imagine, like kind of like in a typical werewolf fashion, instead of turning into a werewolf, a person turned into... A reindeer. Their face, they grow the antlers. Oh my god. I don't know if that's out there in the world yet. But if it's not, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, as always, if you happen to hear an idea on Inspirato Projecto that strikes your fancy and you want to make it into something,
uh, I have no issues with that. Just, just let me know about it, please. Please let me know about it. I'd love to collaborate on it with you. Send me an email to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Send me any audio you got for that matter. Send me the sounds of you speaking your poetry. Send me your music. I would say, you know, keep it around four minutes. That's a good that's a good amount. I'll shuffle it into the podcast. A few little droplets of water falling from the sky. So I'm wondering if this is a preemptive strike before the big the big waterfall. I would say it's probably hmm 60 maybe around 60 right now. I don't normally give weather reports, but when I do, you shall hear it here first. You will not hear it here last. One thing's for certain. You will not hear it here last. You will hear it here first. Oh, by the way, um, someone, let's see, let me check through my text messages right now. Someone, see, I forwarded it back off to a bunch of people. Oh, I think my brother Josh sent it to me. No, wait. Wait. Who sent it to me? Oh, yes, my buddy Lawrence August. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, this is the, uh, this is the article that Lawrence August, my my music collaborator, he sent me this. This is is funny because this was actually um, this is actually an article from January eighteenth, two thousand seventeen. So that's something to think about. Uh, here we go. CIA uploads millions of classified documents to its website, including information on UFOs and psychic powers. The Stargate remote viewing program aimed to explore whether humans could be taught to be psychic. I mean, this is incredible. This is amazing. It's so interesting when we think about Looks like Philly is here. Um, I know he likes to rest his voice, so we will most likely not interview him. We will uh, talk later. We will talk later.
boy's mittens. These are a few of my favorite things. Favorite things. Ukuleles, oh my, Jimi Hendrix song. guest list. We shall see if that many people show up tonight. Because wouldn't that be dynamite? Wouldn't that be dynamite? <laughs> Arnak on a roll. This audience would laugh at Dinosaur backing into a meat thermometer. <laughs> Zippity doo Zippity doo That's what I said. <laughs> How do you tell Marcello Mastriani his doo is opening? <laughs> wow. Mount Baldy. Mount Baldy. <laughs> what do you do if you play horsey with Don Rickles? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Don't need to realize this, what he said. Get your weather girl in trouble. own personal laugh track. <laughs> Three dog night. <laughs> What's a bad night for a tree? <laughs> Describe talk shows. UCLA. UCLA. <laughs> what happens when there isn't any smog? So, 
you can hear, there's a sound check going on right now. Santa Clarita. I had this idea. What if there's a character whose parents never severed the umbilical cord? I mean, you know, basically they, they kind of left it dangling from their from their belly button. So, so there really isn't any belly button, but they just uh, umbilical cord dangling. I wonder what would happen. Is it possible to keep that umbilical cord um, attached? That's that's something that's something to think about. That's something to think about. George, George, George of the jungle, strong as he can be. George, 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 George of the jungle. Watch out for that tree. Watch out for that tree. Uh, George, George, George of the jungle. Strong as you can be. Hey, George, George, George of the jungle. And ba 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 ba. Watch out for that tree. Watch out for that tree. Dude, that's awesome. That is awesome. The guy who can see in color, God. Can hear in color. Oh, hear in color. And dream in, in, in it. Dude, he thank you. I listen scale. to color. That's kind of crazy. Wow. Now, just imagine now, there's got to be some way where we could actually see what that person is seeing. Here we go, here we go. Welcome to the Yatley Game of Chance. Some may think it's some sort of dance. Welcome to the Yatley Game of Chance. Some may think it's some sort of dance. Welcome to the Yatley Game of Chance. Some may think it's some sort of dance. Welcome to the Yachtley Game of Chance. Some may think it's some sort of chance. Welcome to the Yachtley Game of Chance. Some may think it's some sort of chance. Welcome to the Yachtley Game of Chance. Some may think it's some sort of chance. Uh, are you Uber? Yes, that was really fast. I know, right? If you happen to like uh, live music, this is a yacht rock band I'm in called Yachtly Crew. We play uh, like Michael McDonald and Christopher Cross and all the great you know love songs oh, from perfect. the '70s and '80s, and it's just good. It's just good okay. vibes and good people all around. It, yeah, yeah, you gotta check it out. We play a lot of free shows all over the place, too. Hello there. Take care, ladies. Thanks, you too. How's your uh, how's your morning unfolding so far? Am I your first uh, ride of the day or no? What time I did start, you start? Uh, I was 
seven. Oh wow! Yeah, you're an early bird. Yeah, actually, I went to LAX from LAX back to here. Wow. Um, now, how does that work? Like over by the airport, do you do you, um, like do you sometimes pick up a few? Uh, like, do you make a loop? Like, oh, we pick this person up, we take it back, and you go right back to LAX, or if you're close by, yeah, it's worth it. If no, you're not gonna drive empty all the way to LAX. It's oh not yeah, yeah, it. yeah, that like, makes you have sense. To drive like, twenty-five miles. <laughs> Whatever you go, you say it's, it's better. So, how long have you been driving Uber? About five years. Oh, cool. So you must like it so far. So far, I'm doing it as a part-time. What's your? What else do you like to do outside of Uber? Uh, there's a other company. I mean, a warehouse. A warehouse? Yeah, it's a company warehouse like everything. Oh, okay. Did you drive the forklift? No. So in addition to uh, working at the warehouse, what else do you like to do? What are some of your uh, hobbies or, or talents? Well, uh, I used to be a mechanic, auto mechanic, which that was my first job. Repair like engine, transmission, like do brakes, everything. Oh, would you say that's one of your passions is uh, putting yeah. the engines together? Yeah. Yeah, I take care of my own car by myself. Oh, that's great. You don't have to take it in a mechanic. That's fantastic. I have a friend which is his mechanic too. He has a place whenever I need to do something, take it over there. Did you go, go to school for that? Did you take any mechanic classes in uh, high school or anything? Yeah, I, uh, actually I have a smog license too. Like uh, do for smog inspection of the car. Oh. Like pollution, those things. Mm -hmm. I have a license. Actually now it's expired. But I got it 19, uh, no, sorry, 2003. But it expired. I work until 2013. I done the smog, like mechanical, and after that, I quit. <laughs> Do you like having a job like Uber where you, you know, you kind of make your own rules? You, you can wake yeah. up when you want, yeah. you go, you know, drive. Do you have a certain schedule? Some of these Uber drivers I talk to, they have like a certain schedule. They wake up well, at a certain time. I, usually, yes. Like started. Usually, I start early morning. Then, uh, like, uh, because the another job it started after like eleven morning. Uh -huh. I start early morning Uber like to maybe like eight, nine, ten o'clock. Then go home. Then a little bit rest. Then back to my other job. Oh, so you have your other job today too? Not today. Right? No, oh, not, oh. not uh, to five days a week. Oh, not, gotcha, not gotcha. Yeah, from Monday to Friday. But today, like Saturday uh, and Sunday, I do a little bit like just Uber. Mm -hmm. But I always wake up early morning, I can't sleep. <laughs> What's the. Um, uh, dream like if you you know sometimes auto mechanics have that that dream car that they'd like to put together or work on or fix on do you have any any of well, those it's better like classic cars like, mm -hmm. i like like chevys like you know the gm like those are like ss model you know those are because back to because i'm originally i'm armenian from iran 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I start by mechanic from there, and there's a lot of American car over there, like muscle car. Oh, okay. Yeah, the people like fixing and like back to old mother, 19, like 73, 75, 77, like Camaro, like uh, what else, like uh, Cadillac, Eldorado. Oh, some some of those big cars, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they really, uh, back in the day, they really built them nice and sturdy, huh? They yeah, were really, it was like... like iron like <laughs> holy cow <laughs> no plastic at that time <laughs> right my gosh and they would have those really cool <laughs> fins and man would you ever want to work on like let's say a ferrari anything like that not really no but i love to but to never have a like because it's not too many of them have you ever built your own car from the ground up? No. No. Always like upgraded, you know, like uh, uh, front end, rear end, or like engine, but not uh, started from one car, you know, as a project. No. I think that'd be neat to. Uh... It would feel like such an accomplishment, if, you know, to be able to build a car from the ground up. All the nuts and bolts, all the little wires, all the hoses, every yeah. little tiny little all little circuits, you know, and all that stuff. Well, the first thing you need a place, you know. You have to have it like your own place, then start it little by little. ever go to the movies movies yeah sometimes yeah what was the most recent one you saw let me see it was maybe a couple of months ago let me see what movie was that I forgot but Glendale was it uh, science fiction or drama or no no, it's not science fiction, it's not drama, it was, uh, I don't remember at this moment. What kind of, what kind of, uh, what kind of movies do you like most? Well, I watch all kind of movie, but most of them like action. Oh, yeah. You ever watch horror films? Horror? Yeah. Oh, yeah? But I don't, my wife... She likes like. Oh yeah, she likes yeah, the horror, horror films. Yeah, but I'm not. In, I, I'm watching, but I'm not my favorite. Yeah, you can turn here. This one. Yeah. And then the uh, street you'll be turning. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's the one you're gonna turn left on. Okay. This one. Yes. You're in movie business. Um. Yeah. I. Well, I help co-organize. I help put together a film festival. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, it's going to be at the end of the street on the right side. I'll let you know when to stop. But, yeah, I like I, helping uh, put this uh, film festival together. And I'm in, uh, yeah, right here, this spot right here. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm in a, uh, in a, a fun band. Uh, let's see. I wonder if I have a card in here. Okay. Did you ever go out and see live music? 
You ever go to, yeah, you go see live shows? Yeah. This is, here we are. Yachtly Crew. Okay. And so we sing like uh, 70s and 80s. Um, Michael McDonald and Billy Ocean and Steely okay. Dan, all kinds of good, all kinds of good music. So we play a lot of free shows around town too. So if you ever find yourself out, okay. out there, I appreciate. It. All right, thanks for the ride. You're welcome. Thanks, you too. Take care. You're welcome. Podcast, the party will be over with already. You can hear everybody uh, kind of dialing in, getting things tuned in, figured out. town of, of, uh, where is this? What town is this? Long town. 
Long Beach. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, Long Beach. We're gonna rock and roll. Yeah, that's if Tron was in a band. That sounds like the kind of music Tron would make. Oh! Oh, that sounds cool. That's good. Oh my god. Welcome to Inspirado Projecto. <laughs> Yeah, has to be reminded. Yeah, yeah. Henry like, Ford or whatever. Still you know, like, that's like that movie with the Devil Wears Prada, where like see, they have to tell like who these people. Yeah, are. exactly. Oh my it's god, because sometimes it's just overwhelming if you don't. Yeah. Really, it is. It's tricky. You, you know, it's unless you really kind of know oh, somebody. You know, many times people come to me and they're like, "Hey man, how you been, man? You guys played a great show. Thanks." <laughs> and I look at my wife and she's all, and, you know, she knows that look. Wow. When I give her that look, like. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, that's my fucking coworker. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But she knows. Hey, Diane, oh, Susan. Susan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's like Bud or dude. Hey, Bud. Yeah. How you been? Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, I haven't seen you in a while. What's going on, man? Exactly. <laughs> what up, bro? Yeah. What pull, up, bro? Pull the Blake Shelton card. How you doing, sis? Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you again, sis. And we start yeah. passing out Hello My Name is name tags before the show. Yeah. So everyone puts their name Put tags on everybody. St- you know, Stillwater, <laughs> t- you know, January 3rd. Uh, <laughs> reference, oh, yeah, you're that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, honestly, I, I, I feel bad sometimes when I'm not remembering who, who certain people are. Yeah. But sometimes people just come right up to you and there's like. But I was shocked. <laughs> what, remember, I was just saying, my wife just says, "Do you have any ideas for your Christmas, for me, for my gifts?" Yeah. Like I'm like, "Yeah, she just texted you." Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm just starting to just assume that I've already seen them before. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you right? At yeah. the, I, I met you before, you know." And so that way, I I get the jump on it, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, you get the strike. jump on it before yeah. they start going like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, it's good to see you again." Yeah, yeah. What's that? You have everything you need? You need another one of those? Uh, sure. Oh, hi, Captain. Thank you. Yeah. Would you like anything? Uh, oh, uh, maybe some coffee, please? Okay. Thank, Thank you, so you. Much. Thank you. Oh, wow. Awesome. Captain? Blasting Captain? Captain? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you coffee? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later, alligator. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. About January. Got a situation here. I'm gonna walk it off. Huh? Got a situation here. I'm gonna walk it off. What's that? Is that from Fletch? It's it's the pants. You got a boner? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> see you guys. Well, like a little Sky. Nothing to see here, people. Just trying to walk this off right now. Just trying to walk this off. Oh yeah, here we go. And she's like, you guys are excellent. And you're just like, I piss excellent. <laughs> you remember that? <Yeah. laughs> we'll do that like, Nanu, Nanu. That's what I was doing. That was awesome. Nanu, Nanu. That was awesome. Did you see those? Did you hear about the woman?
here about to uh, play Grayson's birthday party. He's got people coming in from all over town. A surprise party. He's he's about to come up the, the driveway, and uh, it's going to be a surprise big time. You get to hear those moments before he arrives. Tension is mounting. Nervous laughter is heard. People are curious about how quiet they should be. Grayson apparently is someone who does not like surprises. Okay, everybody, please be quiet. Let's uh, let's make the surprise epic, everyone. That is my friend V. Lee Corman. She and my friend Chris Corman did all the soundtrack for Black Pumpkin. Did a lot of music for Bloody Bobby. Is a co-founder of Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. They are both here tonight. is mounting any minute now. It took a village to keep this secret. Also, as a side note, there's a guy here from Chicago dressed as Steve Zissou. Steve Zissou is from Life Aquatic. is mounting. People flew in from all over the globe to be here today. The stars aligned. discussion among the populace. The tribe is uh, chattering, chattering, checking phones, uh, stopping the recording of their devices, others starting back up again. I, however, appreciate these interims. They are part of the process, you see. This is part of the show.
scene where a guy comes home and there's an entire house full of people for a surprise party and he ends up having like a 20 minute discussion out on the lawn with like a neighbor or something and you know everybody's inside you know just waiting Yachtley crew guys are now straightening the uh, yellow thing, yellow stripe on their hats. Oh boy, here we go. Crazy by uh, what, seven, in 11 miles, take exit 18A on the left onto I-5 North and Listen to what he's saying. I don't hear understand. it, babe, because they're talking. Then turn it louder. So, it's interesting that you're saying about this yes and stuff because what it's doing is it's surrendering power to the ego. It's going, sorry, ego, you're not going to drive this ship. Um, we're going to sort of let yeah. the higher mind yeah. move things along. Right. And Who says your ideas the only ones? I mean, it's, it's collaboration. It's all about collaboration. It doesn't yeah. mean that you're not invalid. It just means that someone else is taking what you've got and they're making it better. Yeah, and it's, allowing for that. Without you, without you, they couldn't get to the better, right? Yes. So it's a collaboration. Oh, my gosh. And it's such a great feeling. It's such a great vibe because, you know, we all like, like it when we are in our best element. And what's the way to get there is by, well, either, well, either and or believing in ourselves, 
having friends who see that and high five it, you know, and put their stamp of approval on it, co-sign on it, and go, do more of that, do more of that. When you've got a tribe of people who are constantly and consistently tuning in, you know, let me just tr- bring up the volume on the on the best version of yourself. Oh my God! And if everybody's doing that, whoa, things move and groove. Monty Python, you see that with those dudes. Holy cow! When you see those guys working together, you just know that they all just just right. fall in love yeah. with each other's ideas. There's such great chemistry, a lot of trust, a lot of trust, yes. a lot of um, a lot of respect. Just yeah, that, I mean, and that's how you know how it's hard to find that. I mean, magic. You know, when you just have chemistry with people, you, that you all just have so much love and respect for each other, and that's what makes that's when magic happens. Stay in the left four like lane. The thing is, people have to come to the table whole. I mean, and that's something that people. That's why you know you have to work on yourself. You have to work on yourself. You have to know your value and what you bring to the table. Because if you walk in with a deficit. You're gonna always try to prove yourself, and you're gonna to try to. And you're what a great way of putting it! You're gonna be threatened by other people's possibilities. Yes. You're try to quash them. Right. So that's why it's like I was telling you, like, as you raise your vibration, people are gonna be afraid of you, and they're gonna to try to put you down because they don't understand. They're scared. They fall away from your life, and let them, let them, because you know you you're gonna go. Don't ever dim your light. Do you know what I mean? Don't yeah. ever vibrate lower to match somebody else. No. Right. They need to level up. And I'm loving Yeah, I'm just to be there. congenial yeah. or nice or whatever. Be it's great, like. Be great. Be who you are. And they have to level up. I'm sorry. But, like, I'm hearing so many stories lately of my friends who are in these situations where they're being hated upon because they're talented. And, I, and they're like, yeah, it's a problem because, you know, they're jealous of me and because I, you know, I'm kicking ass. And I'm just like, well, don't, don't act like you're worse like they need to step up like I mean if I'm it's funny because one of my buddies he wants to join this choir and he told me that you know he said the choir was not really that good but it was still really good vibes and really like great people and he said he wanted me to come and and he said that if you know you joined it would really bring up the vibe of the space and I said to him but Jason my soul I don't, I love singing with people of all talent and skills and whatever. I learn from everybody. But, but if I'm going to, you know, on my purpose right now, I want to keep growing. I want to keep growing. So I want to be around people who are like, who push me to level up. Do you know what I mean? So I want to be at the highest level possible. Now, I don't want to always be the weak link, but I feel like being around great people will always constantly teach me and I'll try to you know, it'll push me to bring myself up, you know, and I want that. That's why it was hard. I, when, when he said that to me, it didn't resonate with my soul. Like, I was like, I don't mind singing with with people every now and then, like, you know, but I always want to be around people who kick my ass. Like, I want to be higher and higher, you know? So that's why he was... Well, what's interesting, too, is I feel like there would be no weak link sort of mindset um, when you're in a situation where... Every everybody just really wants to really wants to see the best version of every exactly. single person within it, right. you know, and go, okay, you know what? I see that you know there you you really are reaching for this. I want to grant you the access to that. Right. I want you to be able to feel free to be in that situation right. and encourage that more. And 
oof, it feels so good. It just feels so good when that happens. It does. I think my, for myself as a teacher, like when I, like you, you're a teacher too, so you know, you get what I'm saying, but like when I like teach my students and I just see them like popping and really enjoying and hearing what I'm saying, yeah. they're improving. Yeah. Like it makes me so happy. And when oh they're hard God. on themselves, like I, it breaks my heart. And I have yeah. to get in there and I have to say, Please don't be hard on yourself. Right, because you could see that they're trying to compare themselves to someone. Right. It's like, no, just turn up the brightness on your own. And the thing is, you're improving yourself in increments, and that's good. Like, And, and you're going to have days that are hard because you're tired or because of blah, 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 blah. But you'll come back and you'll nail it next time. You know, it's okay. Everyone has different abilities, and it doesn't mean anything. You just keep coming, keep coming back, keep learning, keep growing. Trust me, you know, you're... You're going to have more wins and losses, or at least with me as a teacher, you know, because, you know, I'm always going to push my students, but I also want them to have a lot of wins. It's important for confidence. Yeah, you know? and, you know, and I feel a win comes in a place when they really feel unhinged. When a person feels, you know, when I feel just completely unhinged, boundless, uh, purely, uh, you know, where there are, there are, there are no killjoys or naysayers to be found, right. and right. only people going more and more and more of that, more and more and more of that. It's just it just feels great, and when you've got um, you know a little tribe of folks who are who are doing that for everybody else. Oh my God, everybody just raises together. I've been so blessed and so spoiled going to Columbia College because I I learned the art form of ensemble where everybody. You know, if you've got three or four lines in the play, you're just as important as the person who has all these other lines because why else would that person who has three or four lines be integrated into the play? Well, those, those, you know, those three or four uh, lines have something very important to do with the play. You know, they, that's why you're there, you know? And, I agree. I mean, even the big parts, you need those people. You need each other. That's why, like, I was telling Chris that even if someone gives in me a, a $20 tip for me and they point to me and it's for you, I'll still put it in the pot with my bandmates because I wouldn't have an opportunity to shine unless they were playing behind me. Like there would oh be gosh. no bed for me to jump off of. So that's why I'm like, What a oh, valuable way of looking at it. Because I throw it back in the pot. Yeah, because I mean, I can't think without them. I, can, I don't get the opportunity to, sh to show what I can do. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can do it acapella, but... It's more impressive with the energy of the people behind me. And it's those people who are scarcity thinkers that are draining. And that's why, I mean, I'm, like I told you, I'm seeing this healer. I'm seeing him, like, every week now. And, like, he, it's so good for me because he's forcing me to practice. Because all of this thinking takes practice. It takes practice to not go down that negative route. Mm -hmm. It takes practice to convert worries into manifestations, into creations, into creating the life we want. And, you know, and it's so hard, right? But that's why you get to do it every day. And so I, it's... It's hard when it's come from a scarcity mindset. When yes. it's come from that Sisyphus climbing up, you know, pushing the rock up the mountain yes. kind of mindset. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like... Oh, you have to be born a genius. You know what I'm... Uh, it's... That's silly. G uh, Jimi Hendrix was not born with the guitar coming out of the womb. Uh, Freaking Einstein was not born with the blackboard and the chalk coming out of the womb, you know? Um, it, 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 it was all a series of, you know, 
just trying to tune in to be the best version of themselves and having those people around them going more of that please more of that please you know and adding on to it the yes and aspect right but the thing is though sweetie but but the thing too that i'm realizing as well is people have to be at at least zero neutral because if they're a negative 10 because they're not wearing the gas, they're not wearing the oxygen mask, if they're not taking care of themselves, if they don't believe in themselves, if they don't nurture themselves, you have very little to give others. So I'm realizing that you can preach these kinds of things to people, but if they're like negative 10, they're just, they're going through hardship Absolutely. and they cannot even hear it. So you gotta like encourage them, you know what? I know you're in a hard place. Just get yourself to a good place. Like, you know, just get yourself stable. You know, just, just keep what you're doing and just trust that things are going to be fine. They're going to work out. And then when yeah. they get to zero, they're ready for more. But until then, they're just trying to fill up their tank. Yeah. You know, um, you know and plus, because it's a, it's a, because it's enforced on the media and, I mean, look at this. Just something as simple as sports something as simple as, well, the military. Things where it's like us versus them. We gotta dominate you. We gotta be the best. Well, instead of we gotta be the best out of everybody, what if it was simply, we gotta be just simply the best version of ourselves, which is tuning in to what we love the the, the most. You know, our passions, our talents. It's been so good, Kurt, because like I, I don't know I was working, I was doing import, like, um, I was coordinating import for this one guy, and it was only supposed to be, like, a part-time job, um, maybe they want you to take the 101 Use the left two lanes to keep left on US 101 North towards Los Angeles. So left lane. They want you to be 101 North, yeah. Oh, yeah, there is, there's a sign. So, um, and... Keep left. I was making really good money, like, apparently the job that I have, like, if I I could walk into any import company and make, like, a hundred grand... It was supposed to be a part-time job so I could still continue to write and do music and stuff, but it ended up involving and I was like working 40, 50 hours a week, again, making really great money, but just dying inside, dying. And so finally I created a way for me to make an exit and still have a severance. So that happened and like literally, like I told you, I left that job and like I wrote all these songs with Chris. I finished my script in two weeks. I... I just, it's crazy how much artistry is coming out of me because I, oh my, God. my intention was, I mean, it was very clear. I'm glad that happened at the, on a lot of levels. Like, I'm grateful that the universe provided for me and Chris, but it also made me realize that I am an artist. I, I need to be doing art. Yeah. Yes, I'm great at these things and I have those skills, but I have to, to get back. I love what you did for Black Pumpkin. Thank you so much for adding your artistry oh, to that soundtrack. You, oh so my god, fun. it sounded so it was so it was such a joy to hear your voice like making its guest appearance throughout the film. Oh my god, that was great. <laughs> Thank you, babe. That was so cool. It was so much fun. We had a blast and we and Chris and I are really enjoying this and Chris too. This was the you fun guys, part. You guys, it was so fun. So Chris has evolved too, which is so beautiful to see because he always wanted kiss he and Ada worked together for twenty five years. And then Ado is now a husband and, a, and a, husband, a father of stepkids. And, you know, he's got stuff going on and he's got to care for his new family. So, and he lives far away. 
so he can't come to the studio all the time to make music with Chris like he used to. So Chris was kind of like, what the fuck, because I've lost my partner, and I like the two-person process, but he found himself at a crossroads where it was like, look, there's nobody around, so you have a choice. You can make me try to make music on your own, or you can wait for somebody to come through. Well, he was like, fuck this shit. I'm just going to start doing things, and he has. And, like, I only... It put very little. I might throw like some kind of melody line, throw some chords or whatever. But this guy, he's been producing all these tracks all by himself. I'm so proud of him. And they're good. They're fucking good. Well, it's like that you two are collaborating together. It's like, why not? You know, use the resources that are excited and amped up and on fire and moving and grooving. You know, you you, you link up where the momentum is. You know, you you move. You don't. It's like, why link up with the person who's sitting on their couch all the time? Uh, link up with the person who's already out there doing marathons. You know, link up with the person who's but, like but who ready to go. Yes. But again, yes. but again, you have to be at that place where you're desperate enough to make a change. So that's what Dr. George was saying, the doctor is I'm saying. He was explaining to me that you're neutral. Sometimes you plateau when you're content, you also plateau. Like, that's why you always have to have a little bit of something that's pushing you. I mean, there's some people whose purpose is just to be content. And that's fine. But there's the rest of us who have, like, this fire that's always underneath the surface. It's almost like we're always being slow burn. You know, always something's going on. Yeah. And he said that, yeah, like, you want, especially as artists, we are artists. We are constantly hungry. You know, and we need that. Like, even if things are good, we'll somehow cause problems for ourselves just so that we push ourselves the next level. So there's level. a challenge, always. right? Yeah, there's always Some like, kind of obstacle to climb over or something. Like I told you, like when I was working that job, I had a lot of financial stability. It was a good job. And I was fucking miserable. <laughs> I was just like, I, I was like so unhappy. And I said, and I had a conversation with God. And I was like, God, if this is seriously all you have left for me, <laughs> this is how I'm going to retire, then please strike me down with lightning right now because there's no way. I cannot imagine that I'm going to be spending like the next 40 years of my life doing this shit. Um, you know, it doesn't excite me. And so that's why I created all these scenarios that pretty much pushed me to be a belief. Oh my but what's God, so yeah. sweet though is so my boss and I, my former boss and I, like I finally, he took me and Chris to lunch and I finally agreed to meet with him because I was kind of pissed even though I created it, I know I manifested it but the way it ended it was like I was so frustrated with him because he I quit but he let me go it was like a mutual thing mm. but it was like I was so frustrated with him for not fighting for me because I was right Oh. and he couldn't because of his own personal flaw and he admitted to it he is just like yeah you know I can't give you what need so because I have a problem and I'm just like well then you're gonna hurt you're gonna suffer so when we went to finally went to lunch like two months later he told me that things were just kind of falling apart at the office and like and he made a mistake and he realized how right I was and how valuable I was to him on so many levels he was just like yeah you were you were always right and so that's why I mean I'm, I'm not coming back I he was trying to, I think he was trying to fish to see if I might come back because he's going to fire the other girl. But I was like, I'm happy. I'm finishing the, I wrote the script. My husband's going to, we're going to start like 
shop it or at least try to produce something with it. Um, we're making music. I'm managing a dance studio. I'm I'm busy. I can't. How cool. Can't come back, you know? And um, there's a lot of synchronicities. Oh my god. I loved hearing that. So that's why I mean, like, when you were telling me these things, I just wanted to, you know, I just felt like I needed to share. Oh, and that's the thing, too, because he was asking me so much and I had and I had just seen Dr. George that day before I had lunch with him and so I'm oh sorry the day before so like I, I had a lot of things to share too with him like I had learned and I was like he was like I'm a warrior you know the I'm a warrior and I'm like see Dana same thing he has a lot of health issues he's not depressed because he's actually he is living his life purpose his life purpose is to be successful with his business so he's very inspired by it and that makes up for the shit in his life but he's like physically not well. Mm. And I'm convinced that it's because of pent up emotions, repressed emotions, and just trying to hold everything together for everybody. And that takes a toll on you physically. So, you know, I was telling him like, as a warrior, you're wasting your energy. You have a limited amount of energy. And you're seriously gonna waste it on worrying. You're good because what you do when you worry is you create a negative outcome that doesn't exist. So again, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're like why energy. not uh, concoct a possibly awesome outcome? Why is that the weirdly, the strangely enough? The, why is that the default mode within people to, to create the so they feel better if that doesn't happen? Exactly. Is that what that is? Exactly. It's like, well, at least that shitty thing didn't happen. Wow. But then it's still a weird subpar uh, victory. Because you know? your ego is trying to protect you. Because yeah. it hurts when you fail. The fight or flight hurts, really is what right. it comes it, down to. Right. It hurts yeah. when you fail. Yeah. Because we as, because social, we're social creatures, it's so important because we need to be, look good in each other's eyes. That when we fail, we're so afraid of looking each other bad in each other's eyes because it's part of our survival. We think it's part of our survival because if we look bad at somebody else, it will decrease our chances for survival, you know, because we'll be the pariah, you know. So that's why our when we when we worry or we think of the worst case scenario, I mean, it's important to do that sometimes because you got to be ready to plan A, plan B, blah, blah, But, but the thing is, you have to again brain dump because it's natural yeah. to feel fear it's natural yeah. to worry so brain dump brain dump your worries brain dump your fears and then on the second piece of paper clean piece of paper every point every point you're going to create what you want and that's your fear now create what you so want you're supplementing it you're going yes. okay let's throw out yes. that and let's supplement it with something absolutely. that makes you feel much better a possible it's, outcome yeah, absolutely and focus on that and then when you go to your workout because your body needs exercise that's when you take your affirmations with you you create the outcome you want and and it's of course it's very hard and you're going to have challenges and you're going to be like god why is this happening and just what is it i learned something awesome the other day honor the struggle which I thought was pretty, you know, like really went along the line of everything because the struggle is where you find what you're made of or it forces you to make a change, you know? So you have to, like, when you're struggling, you have to also know, like, what is this teaching me? Yeah. What can I learn from this? And, you know, and is it exercising the muscle that I just, I, I haven't had and I need to have for something wonderful that's coming so, you know, and awesome. what's fun too is during that process is going 
what are things that I do like about this? What are the things that I do connect with on this? And, you know, what are, what are the values of this? So it's not, so it's not, so you're not only left with the idea of that it's a struggle. You know, like you're, you're falling underwater and you got cement shoes, you know. Like, what are the good vibes about this? Well, heck, I might grow some gills and I'll just start breathing underwater, you know. Or, or oh, it's just an illusion. Or, um, you know, it's interesting. When I would substitute teach the kids, and I didn't like, I still don't, I'm not a fan of math. Um, but in these math classes, I'd say, okay, you guys, let's work through this together. And, um, you know, I want you to just zoom in on this stuff and really try to find the fun to find out whatever is fun about this if you like it's a fun video game or puzzle or something you know find some way to make it fun and so it's not this foreign object that you gotta battle it's not something that you gotta go ah you know you don't gotta try to stab it or kill it it's like okay how do we be friends because once you're friends with it it's a tool yeah for life and that's a thing that i just with kids I wish that we could change things because kids, everybody needs to know why you need it. Like, why do I need this? And that's why you need to give them real life applications. Like, just be like, okay, all right, you want to, you want to know why percentages are so miles, important. Take exit 12, well, so there's something you want to buy that you save your money for. Like, what's oh, yeah. the? Oh, this is good. You're good. I'll let you know when it's time to turn or anything. Like, say there's an item you want. It's $100, but you only have $20. Now, what percentage discount do you have to wait for sale? That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. For it to work for you, right, yeah, in your favor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't know. I, 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 what I enjoyed, people, people say they don't need college, and I agree. Some people don't need college, but I do think all students need opportunity to share ideas and have discussions and think outside the box problem solving problem solving and not just math but like literal like like just situations say you're at a job and you have a like a customer oh, yeah, you get off the Lancashire field. Lancashire? yeah like you have a customer that's frustrated because blah 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 you know you these are just things you have you got to fix stuff like what do you do you know, these are all like real life applications and thinking outside the box. And I just feel like kids who don't go to college, unless they are already and just come from a family that likes to debate, I find that those candidates, well, because I do a lot of hiring, I find like people who don't have access to free thinking, thinking outside the box, they're not good problem solvers. Like they get stuck. You know, it might be good for them to read, like, all of the Sherlock Holmes stories, for instance. Yeah. Get down to the, the detective oh, reasoning, you know. Um, oh, but you can see on your left side, baby. If no one's coming, then you make a It's right. interesting because I... Be careful, there was a, an article that I read about all of the musicians and actors who had dropped out of high school. And all they did was they simply followed their highest passions. They followed their joys and excitements. They... 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 <laughs> You know, and that was like the key to it. You know, and it's funny because then, when you think about that, in one point four miles, we're just 
problem solvers as it is. You well, know? <laughs> but the funny thing is, like, the, the problem solving of everything is just simply following our highest joys and excitements. Because and when we do that, yeah. But actors, you guys, the, 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 because That's when you're fine. trained as an actor, yeah, this is good, the this process is good. of improvising is high-level thinking. It is truly high-level thinking. It's thinking on your feet. It's creating, fixing problems. It's that is the equivalent of debate. You know, that's why litigators are actually would probably be great actors. They're well, great performers. And trusting in the process of something unfolding, and tr trusting that uh, when you're following your joys and your excitements, uh, what's happening is your higher mind is giving you all kinds of all those omens, all the beautiful stuff we're talking about, synchronicities, mm -hmm. uh, uh, coincidences, uh, deja vu, all that. All that razzmatazz. It's giving you all those omens, you know, the, the owl that flies down on top of the billboard sign and whatnot. You know, all those little signs that go, you're, you know what? Because you're following your highest choices and excitements, here's another thing that leads you even closer to what really resonates with you. And it's interesting. In one mile, bear right onto because by teaching from that sort of gamma teaching from the higher mind, which is outside of the matrix that we're being taught within, which is the competition, which is the, you know, the scarcity mindsets, uh, you know, not, not being taught abundance, for instance, because abundance is everywhere for everything. And it shows up in strange ways. Like, you may not have money to, to go on a vacation, but if you just focus on being a happy, wonderful person, someone, your friend or your family member with money is going to be like, I want to go on a vacation. I know you don't have money. I'm paying for everything. Guess that you go. Because that's something that has happened to me and Chris. Like, we don't we don't go on vacations because we haven't been able to afford to go on them. But my sister and brother, just because they love spending time with us, they have money. So they constantly invite us on free fucking five-star vacations. That's what I mean by currency. Like, your currency is not just money. It's who right. you are. And then yeah. you just be a joy. And you'll see. People give you things. Like, I get... We get given shit all the time. But we also give shit. Like, we give stuff. You know, because I'm just like, I've got it. I'm going to give it to you. Well, people give to me. You know, it's just... That's what I'm saying. It's like abundance doesn't... It's not just what it's in your pocket. It's yeah. literally... It's just be... You, who you are is currency. Yeah. Who you are is uh, currency. I've been thinking so much about this recently. There was a, a quote that I was reading about uh, William Burroughs. There's this book that I have, and it's all about positivity and all these great quotes. Now, some of them are about struggle, and some of them are, oh, it's going to be hard work. Uh, but then there are those, like, William Burroughs, where he's like, you know what? You, you know, just keep your keep your credit clean yeah. so to speak yeah, you yeah. you who you are because that becomes currency that becomes something of value right. and um it's amazing what you're saying right now because it's like it's great because it, it's it, it, oh yeah go ahead and get in this lane if you can no that's okay no one's behind you you get in this lane we're gonna be going we're gonna be a, going along the side oh yeah you get behind you if you want yeah, so you can go along there. Yeah, very good, very good. Um, it's so amazing you're talking about this stuff that you're talking about because um, as I continue to just believe that the higher mind will continue to feed me the, the next, you know, the next thing that just fits closely to my highest joys and excitements. I'm like, this, this situation that happened tonight 
is something I dreamed of happening, but I didn't dream that it would happen in this particular way, you know, and that's what's so beautiful. It, it, it still happened. It happened in its own way. It, I, I gave it the opportunity to design it, to design it how it wanted Absolutely. to do it. You were just like, you know, you just following right, your love and your bliss and, and yes. you know, just being other people you care about. And I'm really happy that right you're turn right onto Morris saying Street, that because then the destination also, is on your left. I, that's what I'm manifesting for this year. I'm yeah. also a baby, baby, oh my boy. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um, I'm manifesting yeah, that, too. That the destination I is on your left. 10939 Morrison Street. Just, like, manifesting that there that will be abundance for us, that there's going to be opportunities, and that yes. I'm going to be able to get Arrived. jobs and take care of them, and that's what I want. Oh, my them. God. And all those unexpected circumstances that no limited human mind yeah. could ever comprehend... Mm -hmm. All of those are going to swoop in and get just constantly surprise us. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I just love it. Love v, you, you are love so you good. So much, Thank babe. you for everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> this was so great. Oh, this was so great. You guys. Oh, they're so, so fun. Oh, yeah, that's right, Mike. This was great.